Welcome to the Clearly Kosciuszko podcast powered by JC Innovations and Kedco. In this podcast, we will talk with people who choose to follow Kosciuszko County home about some of the places, events, and things they like to do and that make our community so unique. I'm your host, Jody Claypool, president of JC Innovations, with my co-host, Brian Martin, Kedco's agri-business partner. You may have heard of Brian on the radio with Hoosier Ag Today doing the weather and market analysis for Louis Dreyfus. Morning, Ryan. Hey, Jody. How's it going this morning? Going going well. Having a good time. Staying busy. Yeah. Uh, I always enjoy talking to you, so it's even better now. Glad to be along for the ride. Let's uh, get this party started. Right on. A special shout out to Telly Varga, who's uh, our uh, sound and technical engineer. He's going to be taking care of this, making sure it sounds good when it gets posted. And today we are talking with David Grant, Digital Marketing Specialist with Creative Technology Solutions Incorporated. Morning, David. Good morning. Did I get all that right? Yeah, that's that's what they call me. <laughs> right on. Good stuff. Um, typically, we like to uh, kick this conversation off with an origin story. So today we want to learn who David Grant is and how he got to where he is. All right. Yeah, so I, um, I'm i from the Detroit area, uh, so grew up in a big town. Um, we moved out from, from closer to downtown when I was like four to the city of Pontiac or to the country of Pontiac, so we could be kind of away from things. And so even then, I'm in a pretty, pretty big town. Uh, I went to a private school growing up and uh, through that had some connections to, to Grace here in town. So um, when it came time, you know, any school, you've got like a little bit of a funneling going into the kinds of colleges that everybody else is going to, and Grace was one of those. So I uh, came uh, to study music um, and youth ministry and religious studies here. Um, didn't really know anything about the area. Uh, didn't really care coming in, just coming for school. Um, then I I met someone while I was a student. We got married and uh and uh, just she's from the area, uh, family here, so it felt like this is the natural place to kind of start things off. So um, that kind of kind of became home initially. No intention to stick around, you know, kind of the city person in me. So um, we've made a couple attempts over the years to exit, to move other places, and uh, have just kind of um, disappointingly at times found ourselves back here. Um, um, but I think over the years, so it's a, a lot has changed. I came here in, you know, 99. So it's been a while. We've been married for almost 20 years, a lot in the, in the area has changed. So I would say that, um, despite what may have felt like disappointments in the past, um, for me, I've, I, I have really found this to be a home, found this to be a place where I, where, um, where we're, we're really happy to see what's been happening, develop developments in the community and the opportunities that we've had to kind of step into ways that we serve and ways that we, um, work and live. So uh, for me, um, kind of that transition from working in a church, um, been working with a couple uh, nonprofits as well. Um, but along the way, just learning about um, communications got me into um, some areas of marketing and support, web development that eventually, so 11 years ago, I met um, Creative Technology Solutions, Tim Pointers, the president there. Um, kind of came on board to help with some some projects related to web development and um, moved into some consulting roles, um, part of the Apple Consultant Network and 
being able to help customers with just how they can leverage technology to grow their business. So over the years, um, been able to continue doing consulting, doing some business analyst work for, for our customers, as well as helping with growing the business here in town. We're located on the second level of the, the um, Boathouse restaurant in that building there. So I'm um, able to just be a, be a part of what's going on here locally with that. Yeah. Right on, right on. Well, that's a, that's a pretty interesting uh, origin story. So where, whereabouts do you live? Do you live in uh, Winona Lake or the surrounding area of Warsaw? Yeah, we're, we're right in, uh, in Warsaw, um, right on Center Street. So kind of in the middle of everything. Which is really cool. I mean, I, I think, again, sort of that, you know, that drive to become part of a bigger city. You know, here I am in a, a t you know, tiny town, but I do love that I can be right in the center of a whole lot of stuff. And, you know, um, I think I, I remember even just, uh, you know, the, the trek that it was in the Detroit area to go to just the grocery store. But I can just, you know, pop around the corner to Kroger and get everything I need or, um, you know, pop downtown and have, you know, great opportunities to participate in the community that way. Right on. So <clears throat> Creative Technology Solutions is a marketing and web development firm. Give me a little background on, on that business. Sure. Yeah, so it's actually a, it's a technology company um, leading with, with consulting services. Um, so just really helping to focus on how businesses can leverage technology to support their growth and their, their objectives. Um, so that means that we are, you know, we're managed services providers, so we can just take care of the basics of your network and your and users, but um, also can be able to, to leverage a lot of what continues to be happening within the technology space as things are changing and are growing into ways that, that man, who can keep up with that? So that's, that's our job is to really be the, the IT department for the companies we partner with. Right on. So everybody's over there wearing their VR headsets. Is that what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Um, not usually. We just save those for like the after after parties at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, after. You guys have a lot of after parties. Maybe I want to go work there. <laughs> so um, are you involved at all um, with the community side of the um, creative technology solutions business? Um, have you had an opportunity to see how maybe um, the business has worked within the community or the community has uh, rallied to support the business? I mean, I think that uh, I still want to see how we can grow in that in that area. You know, we're we're members of the chamber, um, so we go to events and things in the community that way. Um, I think the easiest way that I've been a part of the community is more in my personal life, but I would love to see um, – you know, how we can participate in, you know, for example, making sure that people have education um, and skill development so that they can move into careers, um, particularly related to technology with a little more knowledge. And uh, so I could I could definitely see some opportunities for us to, to engage in a bigger way. So um, definitely want to discover what those might be. So yeah, right on. Right on. So you said you uh, came to Grace to study music. Is that right? Do you, do you play an instrument? Yeah, yeah, I'm a my well, I actually uh, my main area of focus was performance on clarinet in in college, but um, I'm I'm primarily a lead guitar player. That's that's my my thing that I I like to do. And I um, like my wife and I lead uh, the worship at our church. We're at Branches Vineyard Church. Um, we were we're relatively new. We planted like six years ago. The team there, so. Um, 
you know, we, we co-lead that. So I get to sing as well and um, play my guitar. So. so what you're saying is there's not a lot of demand out there for, uh, for lead clarinet right now or. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, not that I'm aware of. I mean, there okay. some, there's some orchestral opportunities in the community. There's Wagon Wheel. I played there a couple times, you know, that kind of stuff. But for me, it really was a lot more of a step away just because I, I felt like I wasn't as excited about it. I mean, it is, you know, I always think about, um, um, what was it, Home Alone, John Candy with his, like, bus with his touring people. And, you know, they're playing, he's playing a clarinet with the, you know, like, whatever it was, a polka polka band and he he says you know we're very big in sheboygan so i i just think you know like that's where you got to go i guess if you want to play clarinet but not here in warsaw so yeah right so i you know i and we're just going to kind of bounce around here a little bit we want to talk about the business some too but i want to key on something you kind of let as you 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 started talking here you know as this is a clearly kosciuszko podcast we're talking about you know why people are here and what's good about the area and all of that. You mentioned right off the top, um, came from Detroit and have tried to quote, get out multiple times and even disappointedly so that you could not. So the question is what's keep, what, what does keep you here? What's nice about being here? You know, the, the fact that you wanted out and you still have found yourself here means that, Honestly, there's got to be something here that is the pull and, and, and good and, and hidden gems about Kosciuszko County. So, you know, the disappointment aside, what what is it about this area that you like and you like to be here and, and, and work here? Yeah. And there's there is a lot to like. Um, I think and even just saying like that we were disappointed. And I would say that that really is in the past. At this point, um, our plan is to stick around. So that has really changed for us. Um I think a lot of it is just discovering a, a home here, um, which I do think in the past 20 years has really changed um, just the ability to connect. Um, you know, so things that keep me around uh, community, I think for us, one big area of, of community has been, which is like one of those, I think, hidden gems for us is the um, the the Haymaker, CrossFit Haymaker gym um, has been something that we've been a part of for a couple of years now. Um, and, you know, it's good to get healthy. It's good to, but it's really the people that you engage with. You're, you know, at your most vulnerable crying and all of that, <laughs> that happens in a workout, but, um, but connecting with people and finding, finding your home, finding your people in that, um, is a big part. Um, so even, even the other, you know, things about our community, like, a uh, one Warsaw is one thing that I feel like I never would have expected something like this as we have seen you know, an embrace of diversity and us coming together to be something as we become something new, you know, I do think, I do recognize that, you know, the shape of our town has changed a lot as the orthopedic industry has changed. Um, but I think that it's, it's been, um, it's been a really fun place to be able to grow into that together and find, um, that in our little town, we've got, we've got a really special community that's so varied. Um, so there's a lot to discover. There's a lot to keep us here. Um, so, um, yeah, I think it has become quite a cool place because of that. And so then take it back around. So that's on the personal side, you know, in order to grow and foster a business, you need some of the same things you mentioned, but you need some other, uh, you know, some differences. So as you continue to evolve and grow on the business side, what are some things that, uh, about Warsaw 
the greater Warsaw area, Kosciuszko County, that are helpful to foster your develop business development? Sure. I mean, I think location is a huge thing. Uh, you know, even though we are small, we are not far from from getting into South Bend, getting into Fort Wayne. So for us, we look more broadly than just Kosciuszko County. We're looking for all of northern Indiana. So it puts us pretty centrally located to be able to do that. Um, so that's that's a really great thing. I do think that we also have a growing community of committed professionals here that you know we can we can serve. Um, but but it really is. I think it's it's just really a, a great place that is um, within the context of of our of our area that um, that becomes beneficial to be in this space. So I don't have to be limited to to Warsaw. I can participate in Fort Wayne. I'm there a couple of days a week. I can, you know, rock, pop over almost with the same same distance to South Bend and be a part of what's going on in Mishawaka, you know, for us popping into the Apple store and seeing our partners there, you know. So um, I, I just think this becomes a hub that makes sense to a broader connection beyond our little town. Yeah. Do you feel do you feel plugged in to, to, to you mentioned community and multiple things and peers and things like that, the peer groups that we have in this area? Easy to get plugged in, uh, more fostering of uh, fostering of those peer groups needed and things like that. You know, how, how do you feel plugged into the community that way? Uh, I think, I mean, it, it definitely, like anywhere, it takes commitment. You know, it all comes with relationships. So being able to be available to, to build into those, you know, I was um, part of the Optimist Club for a couple of years, um, engaging in the chamber opportunities there. Um, just getting out in the community, rubbing shoulders. I, I do think it's relatively easy, and there are really great networking groups that exist to be able to to provide um, resources, introductions to other people, and really desire to see other businesses grow. So I, I don't know that I think it's harder or easier than I would expect. I think it just is, you know, the more you want this to be a place that's going to help your business, the more you invest into it, the more beneficial it's going to be to make those connections and and be a part of what's going on. All right. So, <clears throat> favorite restaurant? Oh man. So two, I would say, are huge. Um, Biryani Kitchen. Love that place. I have, you know, some. Uh, I've spent some time in in Kolkata in India as well. So being able to to be able to go in and ask for some some good Indian food is is great. And uh, and um, we work out with the family who owns uh, Biryani Kitchen, and they're fantastic people. So we've got that connection as well. Um, the other one is Rua. Like I just think that. They're amazing and something that our town doesn't deserve. So it's <laughs> definitely like if anybody were riding out on 30 passing by, you've got to stop in and try one of those two at least. And I know we've got others as well, but those are at the top of the list for me. Yeah, right on, right on. Um, and what do you do for entertainment? How do you guys keep yourself entertained? Uh, I mean, uh, our favorite thing is our dogs. <laughs> so we take them on walks a lot. And so being on Center Street, we're, we're really – uh, I mean, walking paths are available everywhere in town here, so we can we can pop on the trail back behind the the hospital around Pike Lake and everything, and that's just a, a really great circle, about a three mile trek for us to take our dogs. Um, but you know, um, obviously, you can head down to Winona Lake and enjoy the trails there as well. So that's that's a big part part for us. Other than that, hanging out, you know, um, when restaurants and things are open. Um, you know, the, I think the beer garden that's really in and, and all the activities that, that happen in that area um, with the bike fests and things like that 
just uh, just are great ways to connect in the community. Yeah, if there was a if there was a way to bottle up the camaraderie and the fun atmosphere that gets experienced in the garden during the summer months and the nice, you know, in the evening when it's at its kind of apex and use that as a sales tool for people who are considering moving here, I think this place would be packed with people. Unfortunately, there's no way to bottle that. Yeah. I, I agree. Although I do think, I mean, I, I think I've met a lot of people who have kind of been passing through for business or whatever else. And just where else do you go? And and it is a great it is a great place to land for the night and have a good time. So I hope there's some some um, benefit to the community for people finding a space there. Yeah. So you kind of alluded to a couple, but uh, I'm going to call it out deliberately. Um, what are some of some hidden secrets that uh, people new to the area may not know about. I mean, beyond beyond those, uh, Ruin Biryani, uh, Haymaker. Um, I, I mean, I think I've heard so many people talk about um, how Winona Lake generally is like some kind of little village from a show. You know, it's just this quaint little town that I, it amazes me how many people know about it and want to come just to experience the village and and everything that's happening there. And and I think even downtown itself becomes a little bit of a hidden gem uh, for Warsaw, as, as there is a lot to be done to come and have a good good day within an environment that feels more uh, for friendly for families. Um, there's there is a lot to do in just a, a walking distance. So overall. You know, oh, I think it, I think people always talk about it being like Gilmore Girls. That's what I've heard, which I'm not particularly familiar with that town, but um, Winona Lake that way. Um, so I would say, yeah, just the place itself. Um, I mean, I think thinking about Fort Wayne, you know, they've done a lot of investment in the landing and those kinds of areas, the, the new parks, and those are great. But I think that, um, and those are worth visiting, but Warsaw, we've got our own thing that is really worth coming and visiting and checking out on its own. So, you know, I think Fort Wayne people should make the trek and come and have some good food, hang out at the beer garden, go and walk the trails and see what it's like. Um, Cause I, I don't think, I don't think it is something that is normal. Um, I've been around to a lot of different places with some jobs and things. And, and I, I do think that we've got, we've got a special place here. So it's definitely worth just being considered a gem in its own right. Well, I noticed that Jody chimed right in and, and knew right away about the Gilmore Girls town. So uh, he's, uh, I believe, the authority here on Gilmore Girls. You guys can talk about that here in a little bit. Um, but you're kind of, uh, I don't want to say unique, because we've talked to all different uh, kinds of folks, folks that have been here uh, just, you know, a couple years or new to the area and, and ones, you know, you've been here 20 years. I, I grew up just north of here and i've spent a lot of time here of, of my life we've been talking a lot about uh things in in town and in the the greater warsaw winona lake area in the 20 years and in the years to come what what things outside of the what gets you out into the countryside um is there anything here in kosciuszko county that says hey this is worth my afternoon to go check out and fill in the blank someplace out in the countryside you've been here a while you know what's here yeah um i mean i i think i i enjoy the outdoors but i wouldn't say that i end up spending a lot of time there but i mean i think more broadly we've got the laker opportunities up to syracuse north webster area 
Um, I mean, I do think there's some really um, great retreat spaces that we have in the community. Um, and I don't, you know, I know that you've got things like even the Upworth Forest and stuff like that when people are looking for um, facilities to rent. Um, uh, so there's there's some fun things up there or just, just going out and, you know, the I think there are some good restaurants north that way, um, Syracuse area to, to check out. Um, the, um, what's it called, the, the boat tours. Yeah, what's it called? The, the boat tours up at Wawasee? Uh, North Webster. Northwest. Oh, oh, um, yeah, okay. So like historic stuff that you can really learn, you know, learn about our ties to mobs in the past, um, you know. So I, th I think that yeah. there's, there's well, stuff. I, did, I didn't realize story. I didn't realize that existed. I'm gonna go check that out. What there's there's mob tours up in North Webster. Well, yeah. The uh, what is it? I I no one should quote me on this because I'm not. I mean, I I sat through, um, the you know the boat ride up there um, and listened to the history stuff there, but I can't remember a whole lot of it. But like, was it John Dillinger? I think, Dillinger. Had a, yeah, had a had a place on the lake, um, and so there's you know I think there was something related to one of the hotels up there that was sort of a place he would frequent you know so yeah it's 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 fun to kind of think through how you do have a lot of history coming through you know across the state right through this area connecting chicago without east and learning like how you know we're we were kind of on that main trek um so so just uh you know some interesting things to hit yeah to chime in here real fast uh, it's actually the Barbie Hotel that Dillinger yeah. used to frequent at. So I think it's pretty cool. You can go in there and get some deep dish pizza. Yeah, their pizza really good. Really good stuff there. Yeah. Yeah. Barbie Hotel. For anybody who's interested in learning more about uh, the mobster, Bob Dillinger. Bob. Is that right? Did I get that right? <laughs> no, you did not, Jody. It's, it's John, John Dillinger. John Dillinger. Bob was his lesser <laughs> known brother, partner in crime, lesser known brother. Um, yeah. Musical artist, Bob Dillinger. <laughs> You can say Bob all you want as long as you're enjoying it with some deep dish pizza, though. So it's That's right. <laughs> you got it. So um, shifting gears just a little bit, what sort of things could Kosciuszko add to uh, its toolbox to make it more appealing? I mean, I I, I think I sort of mentioned I, I really do like the direction that that um, that we've been going together. Um, really pouring into those one Warsaw kinds of things. Um, I think participating in stuff downtown, uh, First Fridays, um, you know, the farmer's market, like those kinds of things. I think it, the more and more we can intentionally grow that connection, um, which I know, again, is, is just really hard with COVID and everything right now. But as we come through things together, um, that will be that will be good. Um, I think we have an opportunity you know, there's been a lot of impact from the orthopedic industry, um, which is great. But how do we how do we become what we're becoming really well and find how we, um, you know, recognize that there is there's some financial benefits and other benefits to to being part of the orthopedic industry. But how do we as a community make sure that everyone is, is moving into what's good for them, for their future, for their for their career goals, for their you know family desires and things like that? I think we could learn to to um not that there aren't people working on those things but continue to grow to provide you know again whether it's educational opportunities or 
finding more ways to connect people with good, good, healthy careers and housing options. Um, that feels like like some really good opportunities for us, which again, I do think we've made progress even thinking about like what, how, what Winona Lake was like 20 years ago. Um, you know, we, ha we have a, a totally different place now than we have in the past, but I think there's still room to grow. Right on. So back to the business side, I mean, same basic question, you know, we asked what, what do you need or what can you see the county needing to entice? What do you need? What, what do you need on the business side to continue to be able to grow and thrive here? And, you know, specifically, what do you need that can be delivered, um, you know, with these or should the county be working on? Um, yeah, I mean, I think that sometimes with the community events, um, which this is not I'm not trying to be down on anybody in this, but you know, everybody is working hard to do their business and do the stuff they got to do every day. So it feels like um, I think people like me have an opportunity to choose to connect more, to choose to engage in community events so that we can support our local businesses more. Um, I think uh, the more we can facilitate opportunities for that networking and connection, to learn about what's here, to learn and connect with people so that we can you know, benefit from each other's businesses, um, benefit from ideas. Um, I think that does exist in some circles, but I it feels like, um, again, pointing the finger at me first. Um, we, I think there's an opportunity for us to learn how to support business and connect more locally. I know within the context of that broader, you know, like I said earlier, we can support South Bend, we can support Fort Wayne, but this is still our home. So how do we how do we connect better that way? What um, so creative solutions? What 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 sort of talent does Creative Solutions hire? What, what is where where is your bread and butter as far as technical talent? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, for us, um, when we think about our managed services, um, we're what's called managed uh, security service providers. So that means we have a, a unintentionality to kind of take traditional managed services to more of a secure place, particularly within the context of you know, our new normal where people are working remotely like we're doing here and making sure that your remote staff can function with the same level of security that you would have in your local network. So for us looking at, at staff that we, we hire, we want, you know, we want a level of competency with technology. Um, we want a desire to grow um, and develop and push forward in technology so that we can help to lead our customers into what's best for them. Um, so I think that that hunger and the personality is is a key portion coming with some some level of experience it's pretty important which uh, and anyone interested in chatting we're always we're always looking to find the right kinds of people so they can check out our website if i'm able to push it out there um, www.creativetext.biz um, you can learn about us um, reach out to us um, if you want to chat about that so is everybody at Creative Solutions working from home? Are, are you, do you guys have people in the office? How, how has COVID affected this? Yeah, I mean, it, obviously when things, I mean, we're, we're still, you know, a critical kind of business. So we, we didn't shut down, um, but we did move remote. Uh, at this point, we've got a team that is in the office making sure we're there for deliveries and um, walk-ins and things like that. But it's, it's a skeleton crew there. Um, so we do a lot of remote work. 
um, we have techs that that are able to service the sort the you know the surrounding areas. So a couple of them work from home in Fort Wayne, where we have techs here in, in Warsaw as well. So yeah, it's been a it's been a shift to understand. You know, we always had applications like like we're recording here on Teams. You know, those kinds of things that help to connect Teams remotely. Those have always been a part of our tool suite, but really learning learning how to embrace those differently than we have in the past has been a bit of a challenge in that but what we're learning you know how do you how especially when you're dealing with a team of techs you know um how, how do you help to be present enough and connect enough so everyone feels like they're part of the team um and and have everything they need to succeed right on right on now are you seeing because of so many people who wouldn't normally work from home working from home are you seeing new challenges or opportunities present themselves um, in just in general that people hadn't really discovered thus far? Yeah, I think there are two areas. One is just that discovery process of determining um, like, okay, and now my team needs to work from home. And this happened, you know, a little over a year now as people are just scrambling to figure out, okay, how do we, how do we do this now? Cause we can't survive if we close down. Um, so that's introduced its own, you know, even conversations around like how do you centralize your data and then how do you keep it secure? How do we make sure that, you know, when we're when we're in separate places, we're caring for our prospects and customers properly? Like so those kinds of opportunities have definitely opened up and we've seen a lot of people look at, you know, opportunities and need around customer relationship management platforms um, a lot, a lot around the issues of security as people are on their own in their own spaces with non-professional home networking systems and everything else they do open up a range of vulnerabilities so i'd say that's an area that twofold one people experience unfortunately is something happens and and there's a breach or a compromise but the other one is is really helping people understand now that we're we're sort of on we're not on the other side of it yet but we're we're in a different place now. So trying to figure out what our next steps are going to be. People have to determine, our team's going to continue to be remote or are they going to come back into the office in either situation, whether it's a blend or otherwise, we have to start to think through the things that because of urgency, we didn't have to think about initially. And I do think that that leads to conversations around security um, that, that are important moving forward. And I think that the hard part with that is from a technology standpoint is, is that it could require rethinking your spend on technology that doesn't necessarily mean you know uh it doesn't necessarily mean it's jumped or increased significantly but it might be different than the past where you may have focused on a local network and what that requires where now you know maybe there's some kind of um cloud option or um you know different different methods of going out going about accomplishing your business objectives are required now Okay, so maybe maybe some free value add advice for our listeners from David Grant. Uh, what's the general take on cloud security versus local area network security? Uh, well, I mean, I think that it's important to, to know and address both. Um, I mean, I, I don't I know that there are some businesses who can exist fully on the cloud. Sorry. Being home still means the dogs are home. Um, sure. So, that's why uh, I'm. That's why I'm on mute. Seriously, you got dogs and kids in my background, so I completely understand. Yeah. So, um, so, but I think most situations, people still need a place to um, archive data, um, and all of that needs to be secure. 
So I don't think that local has completely gone away, but I think that um, that we have come into a place where um, the critical nature of of um, security related to your cloud technologies has really increased. So, um, you know, one of the basic ways that I just am so amazed that people are reluctant to address is just secure passwords um, and a password manager. Um, you know, I I don't know how often two things happen. Like I'm either with someone who, you know, in their location, they pull up a, a little notepad where they have all of their passwords written down because they can't remember any of them only to find like, it's actually just one password over and over and over. Um, you know, that's that's not safe. And, and especially if you're using that for your business stuff, we can do dark web scans. And, you know, we actually had a, a campaign for a while that I was calling people I'm like, hey, um, I know your LinkedIn password. So I hope you don't use that for anything else, but we just did a scan and it's been breached and it's out there. You need to know, you know, the reality that you're choosing by not addressing these security needs um, because that is a choice. You know, I, do, I just don't think we have the luxury of, of having our head in the sand any longer, um, but it's a challenge sure to weigh out what your true risks are. But I would say passwords, like bare minimum, People can people can address those, um, particularly when they're in a cloud environment, to address your question. Yeah, yeah but that that makes it a lot. That, that's difficult too, because you've got every every. You know, I have like probably 40 different passwords because every site has different different levels of how to do it. Uh, you have to have a capital. You don't have to capital. You have a special character. You don't. Do they have to change every 30 days? Those are the ones I hate because I don't remember to write one down one time, and there, there I'm screwed. So, you know, yes, passwords are something that uh, we should all take care of. But you know what? If only there was some place or somebody that would come up with some solution to help me manage my passwords in a, you know, and you know what? I'm tech savvier than some but you know i'm also old enough that uh, a lot of folks run circles around me too on this geez if somebody would just cater to my generation sure you haven't heard that one before right david <laughs> yeah but, you know and i think that to that point um i remember uh one of the first customers that i i helped um coming on the team with ctsi um is this couple um out in uh, North Webster area, and they would be in that group where, you know, especially the guy is kind of a fiery Irish guy, um, really beautiful couple. Um, but they are, they're fully embracing their technology. And, and it's, it's sure, there are times when it's like, hey, I don't understand this. This isn't the world I grew up in. But it's, I think it's just a choice to discover and find what's, what's going to work for you. And it is, you know, it's like cleaning your room or eating your vegetables when it comes to your security stuff is, is you know, this is kind of the price to, pl that, to play. You know, you need to invest in some time. But I will say that, you know, encouraging people to try out a password manager, um, I think you can discover it's probably easier than people think it is. It just might take a little bit of help. And also we can help with that if people want to reach out. That's exactly what I want to do. I teed you up, David. I was hoping <laughs> I'd hope I was hoping you'd take a swing at that. So yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> Jody. Um, I'm all tapped out. I mean, it's been a fun, fun journey learning about David Grant. Um, and I appreciate you uh, spending the time to uh, take us on that journey and and uh, tell us your experience of living and working and and uh, otherwise experiencing the Kosciuszko County. 
Um, we've got one question we always leave with. I'll let Ryan kick that one over to you. All right. So the name of the podcast is Clearly Kosciuszko Podcast. Got to know, David, what does Clearly Kosciuszko mean to you? Man, I, I think for me, it just comes that, back to that community piece is, is it's just become our home. So um, clearly we will have to stay here because it's a place we love. It's it's where it's where we've where we've landed and and um, have found our friends, um, and so I think it just becomes more clear that it it's it's also our future. Right on. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, David, we we appreciate you being here. Do you have any final parting words, parting thoughts that you want to leave with us uh, before we close her down? No, I think it's it's been a good time. Thank you. Well, thank you, David. Thank you, Ryan, and thank you, Telly for joining us. Uh, We will see you next time on the Clearly Kosciuszko podcast.